Now, it's time to meet the players of college sports today and get this show started. He's a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, a first round NFL draft choice, and a member of the College Football Hall of Fame as both a player and coach. He is the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. He's a rare two-time SEC Player of the Year and spent over a decade in the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, Shane Matthews. And presenting the host of the show with over 25 years of sports broadcasting experience, Terry Norvell. Coming to you from the College Sports Today studio, it's time for College Sports Today with Spurrier, Matthews, and Norvell. Tell you one thing, you folks have no idea what goes on before we fire these cameras up, I tell you that. But we'll keep that between us here on the set of College Sports Today. Monday edition, busy weekend. We just came out of, and we're going to go over it with you and this guy. Shane Matthews uh, joins us, as he does all the time. Coach Spurrier out on business. He'll be back on Friday. Uh, Shane, wow. <laughs> what a weekend. What, uh, did you watch any baseball? I did. I, I was uh, out of town, but I got to watch some games, uh, well, I guess Sunday and um, a, a little Saturday in the hotel. But, yeah, it's um, it's a shame. I, I feel horrible for Arkansas. Massive uh, upset. Clearly the best team in America. I agree. I agree. But that's, that's baseball for you. Um, you know, I, I will say this. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a baseball team as much as I've watched college baseball, hit the baseball like Tennessee. Oh, my And I goodness. jokingly told a couple of my friends, may want to check their bats. <laughs> Could they be juiced? They uh, they hit it, don't they? Good gracious. They um, they really, really hit the ball. Tennessee just routed LSU. Um, uh, the ball was flying out of that ballpark yesterday. Not just yesterday. Every <laughs> game they play. That's what I'm saying. You need to check their bats. Uh, I mean, hell, LSU was hitting bombs as well. Um, tough way for Maneri to go out. A lot to get to college baseball. Uh, two games today now. Uh, six teams have qualified for the College World Series. Uh, two more will qualify today. You have a 1 o'clock game between Dallas Baptist and Virginia. Winner moves on. You have a 7 o'clock game tonight. Mississippi State taking on Notre Dame. That's been a hell of a series. Winner moves on. Six are in. Two will qualify today, tonight, and then they start on Saturday. We've got the pairings. The NCAA um, um, recently uh, sent out the pairings. So we know, uh, uh, except those two, right? we got to have those two finish today. We know who's playing who the first round. We don't know the day or the time. Half the field will start on Saturday. Half the field will start on this Sunday. We know who's playing who, though. Um, real quick, Vanderbilt will open up with Arizona. And this is bracket one. Vanderbilt, Arizona, Stanford, NC State. It's one bracket. We don't know when those games are going to be, though, or times. They just got the bracket out, and I think they're waiting for the conclusion. Bracket two, you will have Texas versus the Notre Dame-Mississippi State winner. And bracket two also has Tennessee versus the Dallas Baptist-Virginia winner. So there you have it. Let's stay with Arkansas for a moment, um, then get into the overview of the College World Series and the regionals, what we've seen, Super Regionals. Um, I want to talk about, Shane, we have not visited about the proposed 12-team playoff and Notre Dame. Got some thoughts on that as well. Um, the Arkansas upset last night, huge, 
huge upset um, in college baseball. NC State in the field, of course, not a ranked team. Shane, I don't know if everybody realizes. <laughs> Game one Friday, Arkansas beat North Carolina State 21-2 to Friday, Shane. Yep. How do you go back to the hotel that night if you're NC State and roll back to the ballpark the next day in an elimination game, and they went. They got beat 21-2, to the number one team in the nation, a great crowd, then they go back and win two in a row. Incredible. Yeah, and I don't know if NC State's ever been to Omaha. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's baseball for you. they got to have a short-term memory and um, give give a lot of credit to them because I didn't think there was any way they could beat Arkansas. I'll tell you one thing. Um, it was impressive, too. Kevin Cox um, – Coach Van Horn went against the grain a little bit. He had his reliever start, and he went deep into the game, got a little tired, but cops went. NC State, the three pitchers they threw out there, the little starter got four innings in, lefty. Those two lefties NC State brought out of the pen, particularly the last guy, he could go straight to the bigs right now. He is really, really good. They were nasty. They were nasty. But, I mean, that was a mon- – I know college baseball doesn't get the run that – football and basketball, that was a huge upset. Very huge. That was a huge upset. The SEC today, tonight, Shane Matthews, really needs NC, uh, excuse me, really needs Mississippi State to win. And I don't know if I like their chances. I'll get into that in a minute. But think about it. The, the, the SEC qualified six teams in the Super Regionals. Out of 16, six were SEC. The most that could advance to Omaha would be five because two of them played each other. Right now, there are two in with a max of three. If Mississippi State loses tonight, and I think they might, the SEC gets two moved on of six. Not great. No. Tennessee and Vandy. Yeah, I think Vanderbilt's going to win it all, quite honestly. I think Vanderbilt, you know, I don't know how, do they cross their bracket no. when you get in the loser and all no. that? Uh, real quick, good question. The College World Series works like this. It is basically two separate tournaments until a winner of bracket one and a winner of bracket two are determined, those two meet for a two out of three. So this side doesn't touch that side. The only time bracket one and two touch is in a championship. Old days, it was one eight-team bracket. Loser's bracket, you could play anybody you never mm-hmm. knew. But no, good question. Well, I, I think Vanderbilt's got a, a great road to the championship series. And then um, I like Tennessee, honestly. Yeah. And I, I, I think Mississippi State will win tonight. I don't know if you saw any of that game, though. Oh, it's unbelievable. But, but Fun. No, Notre Dame yesterday Fun. scored some runs that literally mm-hmm. – they scored two runs off a ball that rolled yeah. about 40 feet on the infield. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, they can hit, but, they I, mash, think, don't but they? I think Mississippi State wins today. Well, now, conversely, game one, Notre Dame should have won. Notre Dame hasn't had a game where they've committed three errors all year. They committed four. If they just fielded the baseball game one, they won. So that's kind of give back. Mm-hmm. Here's my concern with Mississippi State. Notre Dame mashes. They've got three or four guys that just mash the ball. We're in the third straight day. You're in the third game. You've pitched everybody. If this thing tonight in Starkville turns into a slow-pitch softball game, and it could, final games turn into slow-pitch softball. Yeah. I don't like Mississippi State's chances if it's a – a home run barrage game. I don't think they can keep up with Notre Dame. Speaking of Notre Dame, you've got to love the Golden Dome batting helmets they have. Don't you love it? It's, yeah. it's like they just took the football face mask off. Right. <laughs> and uh, um, how about this? Mississippi State all weekend sets attendance records. They had almost 15,000 for their first game. 
in the Super. That was a super record, all right? Almost 15,000. Arkansas's crowd is incredible. Yesterday, the two huge crowds, the home team didn't win. <laughs> nope. Yeah, uh, that Arkansas team, though, wow. Just the NC State just stuck it up there, you know what, with, with arms on the mound. With arms on the mound. That, that is a good team. We've said all year, Arkansas and Vandy are probably the two best teams. Um, Vandy is sitting there now with their two arms. I'll tell you who surprised the hell out of me. I just don't see him play. Stanford. Mm-hmm. See, there go there are two games. I mean, they were in and out because they just they went to Lubbock and just bludgeoned Texas A and M, and nobody does that. Nobody does that. Stanford was impressive. Um, Ole Miss kind of. I worry about Mississippi State tonight a little bit, like Ole Miss last night. Ole what Miss, was the final of that game? Twelve three. None of the games in that re, uh, in that Super Regional. They were 9-3, 10-3, 12. Who had more more fans at the game, uh, the Arizona Super Regional or the Gainesville Regional? That's unbelievable. Both both crowds yeah. are horrible. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's funny too. West Coast baseball historically has been dominant at times. You know, USC's won a million. Arizona's won a million. Um, Arizona State, Stanford. My mm-hmm. God. None of their – they don't have Taj Mahal parks. No. Mm-hmm. UCLA's ballpark, when they hosted Michigan a year or two ago, and you saw a lot of their – it looks like a, a muni. Well, the same way with their softball facility. Yeah, same Terrible. way as their softball. Um, Arizona's ballpark, I watched a lot of that over the weekend. Looks like a muni. Looks like Gainesville's municipal – it's funny. They don't have Taj Mahals. No. They, but they win championships. Um, Arizona really roughed, um, roughed up Ole Miss last night, and I worry that that – if it, if it becomes a third, fourth, fifth pitching slugfest, I don't think Mississippi State can keep up tonight with, with uh, Notre Dame. Your thoughts? I mean, you saw, you've seen a lot of that. I have. I still think Mississippi State finds a way to win. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Some, some good, good, good baseball. Tennessee, as predicted, they don't have a huge stadium right now. They're probably going to have one on the, on the uh, drawing board soon. Um, did you see what they <laughs> – they packed the stadium, of course, about 4,000 inside, 4,200. Did you see their block party? Oh, yeah, they had about 2,000 at that. <laughs> they had about 2,000 crammed on the street outside watching on big screens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a great, great atmosphere. Um, one of the big stories now, though, in college baseball, that is a monster hire now at LSU. I mean, you talk about proud baseball programs. LSU, don't forget, LSU is the baseball program historically in the SEC. Maybe not right now, but that Skip Bertman run of five, LSU, that's a huge hire because right now they are sitting sixth or seventh in the conference, right? Their their baseball, the LSU baseball program is clearly behind Arkansas, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Vandy, Florida. That's a huge hire. They've got to get it and get it right quick. Although they went farther than the Gators did. Yeah, so people yeah. Say, you know, I, I think it's a two-horse race if he'll be their next coach. I think it's either going to be Link Jarrett or or the uh, – was it Tony? What's his name from Tennessee? Vitalo. Yeah. yeah um, boy, that'd be tough. That'd be a tough blow if they can steal him. Tough blow well, for you, Tennessee, wouldn't it? I don't know what he makes there. I don't but know. you know LSU paying yeah. twice as much. Yeah, and boy, Tennessee is fired up right now. What a good spot for him to be in. Um, uh, other guys, I've thrown Link Jarrett out. Um, I would certainly, if I had, I'd go talk to the Michigan guy who's part of that Kevin O'Sullivan, Tim Corbin, Jack Leggett tree, uh, Babbitt from uh, Michigan, um, the guy at East Carolina. By the way, East Carolina played v- 
Vandy off their feet. Very little scoring because there was great pitching. That was a good series. It was a 2 nothing sweep. Um, Godwin, the guy for um, East Carolina. That's a big hire, though. That's a big hire. It's LSU. But LSU, they have fallen behind at least a half a dozen programs in baseball. They're behind at least a half a dozen programs. They're seventh best probably. Um, and they were one game away from uh, yeah. going to College World Series. Yeah, yeah. Got, got hot and got sent out west and – and things uh, things happen, but boy, right now the story in college baseball is Arkansas. That is a good baseball team to not make it to Omaha. Well, midseason, if you took odds, it'd be astronomical. What? They're going to be one of the eight standing, right? Yeah. How about the preseason rankings in baseball, Shane? The clear number one team in the nation, Florida. People forget this too. There was also a unanimous clear number two team in the nation across the board preseason college baseball at UCLA. Florida and UCLA didn't didn't sniff a good season. How about that? Didn't, didn't get close to the Elite Eight. Yeah, and I believe no one, the number one seed has not won the national title no. since like 1999. First year they seeded. First year they're seeded. It's hard to win championships. It really is. But, man, I was um, – I mean, I'm an SEC guy. I started – midway through the game last night, I started pulling for NC State. It was to, – to know how that feels – and, Shane, you've been on that side – in basketball, football, baseball, you've walked off, obviously in, in, in baseball, particularly because you play multi-game double eliminations. You've been there mm-hmm. as a kid. You get routed and have to come back in an elimination game. That's, that's a tough comeback the next mm-hmm. day. They rolled back to the ballpark in front of another 12,000 fans, hungry for blood, after a 21-2 to loss in baseball. Win a close game and then... It was, it was it was something. It was really something. Shane, while we stay on baseball for a moment, um, you're watching all this great baseball. Does Florida Gator baseball, do they have to right now over the next six months, seven months in the offseason, they have to really address, I think, getting engagement in that ballpark? Well, I, it's a simple solution. Simple. And we've talked a little bit about it, students. I, I don't. It, it's got to come from your student body because that's where all the atmosphere is coming from. And you know, if you go to Oxford mm-hmm. or Starkville, where probably the two best yeah. atmospheres in Tennessee right now, honestly, yeah. uh, I do know for a fact that in, in, in Starkville, Mississippi, uh, kids get in free. Mm-hmm. You're a student, and you can bring your own cooler of choice mm-hmm. into the ballpark. And that's, that's how you're going to get it. Well, you can say what you want, uh, COVID and, and first year of the new ballpark I, 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 and all. You can't use I, that. I, can't, I, I cannot use any of those excuses no, you because you look you around and all the other villes are doing it. Yeah. All the, you know, when you got V-I-L-L-E on the end, that means you're not a huge city, generally, right? All the other villes are doing it. All the other villes had um, COVID issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Florida, I don't know if they have this person. If I'm the University of Florida, now it's easy for me to spend a budget. If I'm the University of Florida and I'm charged with baseball, if I don't have this position, I'm hiring this position, I've got to go find a Gator Baseball Director of Community Development guy or girl. Somebody's got to get out there and get to those students. Now, that may mean they've got to build something in the outfield for those students. You're all over it. You've got to have a guaranteed 2,000 rabid fans that are your student body that you can count on. You're starting your ticket sales at 2,001. 
Right. Yeah, they let them in free. I mean, yeah. No, because I don't know what it costs for a student to go to a baseball game. Can't be but much. they're not going to. They're they're not going to pay. Yeah, but it can't be much. But I mean, you're you're not going to lose a ton. You'll make it up on some concessions. Mm-hmm. But you look around. But you got to let them bring their own coolers too. You, you might have to, because think about it, Shane. Um, Florida baseball has never been a snake pit. Home home crowd has never been a snake pit. Um, there's no shade. It's hot. They don't sell alcohol. Well, there's shade, and it, that's taken care of with a new stadium. And, alcohol. and alcohol. I mean, although it's way too pricey for is a it, student. Is it it's like eight dollars? I got you. I got you. Um, obviously, let's, let's back way up. Okay, not the smartest guys. Maybe they're doing it in the other villes. Yeah, they're doing. Okay, it they're doing it everywhere else. So maybe. if you have to go infiltrate their baseball operations and figure it out, you've got to get. Florida cannot keep bumping around. If next year Florida is hosting Mississippi State in a big series in Gainesville and they average 3,400 a game, because that's not doing it. That's not doing it. Do we know what's the capacity of the new ballpark? As I understand it, if they use the berms and everything, they can get it, they can run it up to 10. And, and you know, it's packing the berms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but 10-ish, but probably more if you had to. I mean, you – that outfield looks like you could cram mm-hmm. as much as you wanted. I think somewhere in the outfield, I think you said it as well, somewhere in that outfield, um, and, and don't forget, the outfield wall is plexiglass, right? It's see-through, so it sets up great to have an area, probably a built-up area, mm-hmm. right? And that's, you, you call it something. That's student, student the, the student wacky zone or something. And <laughs> they enter, right? But seriously, they enter and exit through the uh, center yeah. field. Yep. If Now, if they want to go to the grandstand, it's more power to you, right? You can go meet up with 10 of your friends and go to the grandstand. But I would make that wacky student zone. Maybe you, like you said, uh, bring a cooler. You know, some, they're, they're, how, how do you do that? Underage drinking. There's a way to do it. It, it gets done, right? But isn't that what where they have to start? There's no question. I've been saying it for a long time. You can't have that new ballpark and bump in. 3,500 to 4,000. 3,500 there's, to 4,000. There's no way that there was 3,000 people yeah. at that regional. But I'm saying, historically, when Florida plays a big game, a big series, it's 34 or 5. Yeah, they'll pump it up to 5 here and there if they've really got a huge issue going on. Four to 5,000 is a decade ago college baseball. If you, play, if you fancy yourself as one of the big boys in the big boy conference, You've got to guarantee. You got to know, weather permitting, when your top ten team is hosting another conference top ten team, you've got to guarantee. Hey, we're gonna have a good seven thousand in here, and it's gonna be intimidating because damn sure Florida goes on the road and it's intimidating. Those are great crowds. I mean, great. And don't give me the well, Terry. It's the super regional. Of course, it's a great crowd. Hey, no, no, no. Arkansas's no. rocking in March and yeah. April, right? So, yeah. So is. Oxford, Oxford, Knoxville, Duty Noble. Yeah, it's just they, they, those places just have great fan support and great tradition. And I've heard you go at it. I couldn't agree with you more on your show. I've heard you go at it with some of your guys. Yeah, JC. They, 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 well, they got more to do uh, in Gainesville. There, there's nothing more here to do in Gainesville than there is in Starkville, Oxford, yeah. Knoxville. Yeah. I mean, you, you're an hour and a half from each body of yeah. water, yeah. but there's plenty of lakes. <laughs> In the state of Mississippi. I mean, and, and again, Shane, we're not saying, gosh, how in the hell is Florida baseball going to be able to sell 40,000 tickets? We're not saying that. Mm-hmm. 
You, you've got to get 2,000. It's simple. You let them in free and let them bring their own yeah. coolers. The, the students. And then you're yeah. off and running at 2,000. Yep. You're, then your grandstand, if if the Shanes and Terrys and a buddy or two come, that's fine. If your grandstand then puts another four or five, there's your crowd. And it's a good crowd. It's a good atmosphere. Because, damn, I mean, Florida baseball, they're at a disadvantage. They go to LSU and they go to all these places, and it's it, those are snake pits. It's no different than the disadvantage that we've been at with recruiting in football. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what goes on. Um, Florida will revamp their entire team. Well, now everybody does now, but it looks like um, I think seven or eight guys are in the portal already. I think it's, it's just standard now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not you know take a deep breath. But Florida supposedly the Gators have the number one. Uh, rated high school signed class, right? Yeah, and I'm sure a couple of those kids are going to end up going pro. So, so lose a couple with the draft. Yeah. But you know, sometimes the showcases and the summer stuff for the 14, 15, 16, 17 year old kids. Sometimes I I know too much about it and I don't like it. But one thing that's good about it, the players now are so polished that you literally, I mean, look around, you literally can hit the ground. True freshman. College baseball, power five level, and you can go start at shortstop. Mm-hmm. Or you can be a one or two on the mound. These guys are – the good ones are ready to play. Yep. So it's, it's plug and play. It's not like, oh, my God, they're going to have uh, four freshmen starting. If you looked around at rosters right now, a lot of teams have freshmen starting. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dallas Baptist coach, I don't know his name. Um, Dallas Baptist has played good baseball for 10 years. You wonder if that guy gets, you know. Didn't it, they go to the World Series not too long they, ago? They've been close. close I don't think they've close. ever gone. Okay. But Shane, I don't know if they just started baseball. I started hearing and seeing them 10-ish years ago. I don't know if they took, a, you know, uh, Division two to Division one, But they've played quality big-time baseball for, I mean, they've knocked on the door three or four times mm-hmm. over the last 10 years. I think they win today. They've got Virginia. That, that's been fun. That's been fun. Been weird playing it in uh, Columbia. That's been a fun one. Um, that was a fun game yesterday. It ended up 4 nothing, but it was real, real, real tight. Uh, yeah, I worry about Mississippi State. I hope they get off to a good start tonight because, man, if that thing, and it could, third game hot, you've ground through a bunch of pitching. Right now, Notre Dame would love that thing to be a softball home run hitting contest. They'll win that game. This is not a huge hit-the-ball-out-of-the-park Mississippi State team. Um, what do you think? I hate that black uniform, Mississippi State. Oh, I love it. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> you like well, it? Well, they only wear it on Sundays. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. I I think it's something different. I'm surprised they haven't come out with their all maroon like A&M yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some kind of atmosphere, though, in, a, in both of those places. We'll go to break here in a second. We didn't get to talk about because of the way it fell, but um, FSU softball was a fun run. That was a fun run. They were far from the best team in the country. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. They just got hot at the right time. Got hot at the right time. They, You and I, like most people, could really tell Oklahoma was probably the best team oh. in college softball. I thought Alabama was uh, peaking at the right time. O- Oklahoma was real good. Florida State steals the first game in softball, and then they jump ahead game two. And But you could tell when Oklahoma finally got mid-game, game two, mid-game, Oklahoma finally put a crooked number. They put a four up. And you knew FSU couldn't get to the finish line. And they had to win game two. They weren't winning game three, were they? Mm-hmm. No, just too too much. Uh, that lineup that Oklahoma has is one of the most powerful lineups I've seen mm-hmm. watching softball. And Patty Gasso has it going on there. Really does. And and like like all good 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 teams, great teams, Oklahoma softball they can beat you two or three ways. Mm-hmm. They can bash you over the head if they have to. Um, 
they can throw a two-hitter at you when they have to. Their softball, Oklahoma softball, reminds me of Arkansas baseball. Now, Arkansas baseball went down. But um, hell of a fun run, though, for FSU in, in uh, softball. They got hot. I noticed this. Maybe I'm the only wacko that noticed this. <clears throat> As softball and baseball um, has overlapped here, heavy. Softball, yellow ball. Mm-hmm. Baseball, white ball. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I have no idea. Mm-mm. You ever notice that, though? I mean... Well, yeah, I just, I've, yeah. I've never really even asked anyone about that. Yeah. Softball, yellow. It's that optic yellow. Yeah. It's like that fluorescent. Yeah. Did you ever, you, you would have been young, and I was young playing golf. Did you fall into, remember the, remember the colored golf ball that had that little run for two or three years? Oh, yeah, yeah, the orange ball. Yeah, yellow. orange and well, yellow. Well, still, the yellow ball is still pretty popular <laughs> uh, with some guys on the senior tour. And, you know, usually the colored balls are not your – yeah. top-notch balls you play with. Is that right? But the, the yellow ball, any top-notch, most expensive golf ball, they make it in the yellow. Right. Um, if you uh, walk out to your course, though, and you're a real golfer, you're laughed off the first tee with a yeah. colored ball, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're laughed off the uh, the first tee um, if you're playing the yellow ball. Let's take our first break here on a Monday College Sports Day. Coach Spurrier out. He'll be back on Friday. He's obviously taking care of a ton of business with a lot going on. Shane Matthews, Terry Norrell, feel free to drop us any Facebook Live comments. We'll keep the college baseball talk going. I'll go over the uh, matchups again. We now know most of the matchups in the College World Series coming up on Saturday. We don't know the days they're going to open, Saturday or Sunday, or the times. But we'll go over that. And I want to get into this 12-team playoff, the proposed 12-team college football playoff. I want to hear your thoughts. I'll give you my thoughts. And I'm going to go to break with this. Tied into the 12-team proposed playoff is Notre Dame. Notre Dame's in the middle of this. Um, Transparency. I've never rooted for Notre Dame in my life. Me neither. There are rare occasions where Notre Dame's playing somebody and it benefits me or who I want to win. So I'll pull for, I pull for Notre Dame this much. I don't like the Irish. I want them to lose in just about everything they've ever done. That's the transparency. I don't care for Notre Dame. With that said, as we go to break, and I want you to answer this too, if many, many, many people are mad as hell and have been mad as hell at Notre Dame football, why are you mad at Notre Dame football? Think about that. If you're mad at Notre Dame football, you feel like they I get... I have an answer already. Okay, hold it, though. Um, most people have an answer, and it's the, it's the same answer. Hold it, hold it. But if you are mad at Notre Dame football because they don't something, they're not something, tell me what that is. We'll talk about that as well because I think it's all tied into this. Uh, halfway home on a Monday. Don't go anywhere. Shane Matthews, Terry Norwell, coming back for the other half of College Sports Today. Vida de Louis Tequila, 100% blue agave from Tequila, Mexico. Good vibes. All the good vibes we've had, we laugh again. All the good vibes we've had, we laugh again. 
Let me take a moment to thank some of the wonderful sponsors that make College Sports Today with the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Terry Norvell possible. The official seafood restaurants of the show are Cider's Oyster Bar in Neptune Beach and their sister restaurants, Safe Harbor Seafood Restaurant of Mayport and the new Safe Harbor Seafood Restaurant location in Crescent Beach. The next time you crave the best seafood, the freshest seafood on the Northeast Florida coast, make sure you visit Safe Harbor Seafood Restaurant in Mayport, Cider's Oyster Bar in Neptune Beach, and Safe Harbor Seafood Restaurant in Crescent Beach, the official seafood restaurants of college sports today. All-American Roll-Off and Recycling, serving your construction job and demolition project needs among their many other services. All-American Roll-Off and Recycling is ready to work with you on your next project anywhere throughout the Northeast Florida and surrounding areas. Visit their website, all-americanrolloff.com or call them at 904-503-1410. Campus USA Credit Union, find out what over 100,000 members already know. Visit a Campus USA Credit Union today and find out how they can work for you financially. If you would like to advertise your business right here on College Sports Today with Coach Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and me, Terry Norvell, then simply drop me an email at tnsportsjacks at yahoo.com and I'll be sure to make that happen. Thanks again to our great show sponsors. Now let's get back to more College Sports Today. Hey, quick reminder, you folks uh, enjoying our show via any of the uh, huge uh, uh, podcast platforms. We're on the 15 leading podcast platforms. Um, Keep uh, following and consuming the show via podcast. But on occasion, when you can get around, make sure you um, follow our show on Facebook Live. Just put in College Sports Today and follow us on Facebook. And also do the same if you don't mind. um, Follow our uh, Subscribe to our YouTube channel, College Sports Today. That would help us. And then you get to see our pretty faces sometimes, not just listening to us. Shane Matthews, Terry Norman. Coach Spurrier back on Friday. He's out on some business, got a lot going on. Um, we'll continue the college baseball talk. College World Series starts Saturday and Sunday, half on Saturday, half on Sunday. We've got more talk about that. But, Shane, the proposed um, uh, 12-team playoff proposed now um, that will be released, I guess, when they meet in July, early July, Thanks, I yeah. think. But they've already kind of let – the college committee has already kind of let it out of the bag. The concept – help me now because it's easy to um, – the concept is of the 12 teams, if this is what they go with, the six highest ranked conference champions would make up half of the 12 field, mm-hmm. and then six wide open at large bids would make up the other half. Is I that believe so. I believe so. I haven't really followed it that closely, okay. but I believe you're correct. That's this concept. Now, in this concept, no cap on how many from a conference. No. So those six at large, let's just use the SEC. Alabama could finish in the top six as a conference champion. Georgia and Florida could get at large bids. Mm-hmm. There's no cap, and they made that very clear. Um, I like the concept of this. There's a couple tweaks I might do, and then Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame, in this context, could still be independent. It's up to them. They don't have to join a conference, but they would be, if they join as is, as an independent, and this is the proposal accepted, if Notre Dame is included, they would have to be included as an at-large team. They don't play in a conference Mm -hmm. in football. 
So Notre Dame, as an at-large team in this concept, would never be one of the first-round host sites. Correct. They won't get a bye. They won't get a bye, and they won't play anything in Notre Dame Stadium. If they were in a conference, because what is it? The first four will get a bye. Mm-hmm. So Notre Dame would never get a bye. They would always have to play at least one more game. And that game would never be in Notre Dame Stadium, right? Correct. So, okay, a little bit of uh, consternation there for Notre Dame. But if that's if they want to stay with their deal, that would be the playing rules like this. Does Notre Dame make you mad? Many people in the country don't like Notre Dame because I've, ne- I've never li- I've never liked Notre Dame. Okay. Um, that wasn't the question. Do they make you mad? I mean, because I, I don't know if I'm mad about them, but you know, it's it's always that they I'm, feel. I'm, I think they feel like they're better than everyone else. And I'm, I'm leading and, you somewhere and, and in terms and of conference because, play. It's because they have their own TV network mm-hmm. that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, How about them not them getting these special distance uh, these special rules? And they're not in a conference. Most people, well, most people. I mean, let the cat out of the bag, as you know. Most people really have hate for Notre Dame because they aren't in a conference and they aren't forced to get in a conference. Yet they get to play in the conference stuff. Yeah, I can, Does that make you mad? I, that I never really even thought about that. I, I, what makes me mad is how they get their own little TV networks and things like that. Um, but but I I do like how they they can't get a buy and they they mm-hmm. uh, they can't host a game. I think that's great. Now. The how they get their little things and their TV, as you said it, that is generally all lumped into one thing. They're Notre Dame, they get special treatment. They should have to get in a conference. That's what you hear more than anything in the world when Notre Dame football comes up, and it's anti-talk. They should have to get in a conference. They should have to get in a conference. My question to the people that feel like that, why are you mad at Notre Dame because of that? Who do you blame because of that? Well, it's NCA's issue. Thank you. <laughs> you folks out there should not be pissed at Notre Dame. They should have to get in the conference. They get special treatment. <clears throat> Every program in America, if they had the wherewithal, would take Notre Dame's deal. Your anger should not be at Notre Dame. Your anger should be at the NCA college football, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, SEC, Big Ten, that lets them do it. There's your anger. Notre Dame's sitting there going, wait a minute. Hold on, let me get straight, guys. Hold on. So, me, Notre Dame, we we can not get in a conference. That way we can do anything we want on our schedule. We cannot be in a conference. We can cut our own TV deal. We cannot be in a conference. We can make all of our own rules. And you're still going to let us play in your neighborhood? Here's Notre Dame. Yeah! Okay! Well, who's to blame in that situation? Not Notre Dame. Florida would, Florida would take that deal in a heartbeat. Alabama would take that deal in a heartbeat. Ohio State would take you would, Of course they would take That's not a Notre Dame issue. Why are you mad at Notre Dame? You should be mad at the organizers that allow them. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> I hate Notre Dame. Um, what I would like to see done in this twelve um, proposed 12-team playoff in college football, uh, Shane, and I want your thoughts, and maybe if you want to tweak a little bit. I kind of like... The conference champions, the six at large, I would like the six at large to just play their way in. I want to try and take the human vote out. To me, that's the hokey part of college football. How do they get in? Um, a, some type of qualifying. Some type of qualifying. 
I just hate the fact that, I mean, the NFL, nobody votes them in. Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, when they go to their playoffs and their, their division round and their championship round and their world, nobody votes them in. They play their way in. Mm-hmm. The champions are playing their way in. Somehow play your way in. I don't care if it's the, the, the top two or what have you. I want to take out Condoleezza Rice and this guy and that guy and this lady voting. Yeah, I, I hear you. I don't know how you do that. You can't do that in college football, though. Why? Well, I, I mean, it's impossible to do. Why? Okay, so let's say Florida. You know how they have the uh, the blind resumes up there yeah, or whatever? Uh-huh. So you got Florida and Texas and uh, North Carolina. They're all about the same. Yeah. What, are you going to make them go play again? See who wins and then I plug just, them in? I, I, how does the NFL do it? Well, the NFL only has so many teams. And they go by the best record. But you're looking at now, 100, no, 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 no. Let me, let me stop teams. you. Many times the NFL playoff, you go, well, damn, so and so. If they were in that conference, they would have gotten in, but their record, they didn't get in. Right. Right. But 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 you know your your just conferences wish, are set. Yeah. So your schedules are set, and you yeah. only have 32 teams. Yeah. I just we're talking wish 130. We, I wish we could get the um, or whatever it is. I wish yeah 130. I wish we could get the human vote out of that. No, I agree. is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, then, then I think we are going to get six of them out of it. Out of it. Out of it. Here's what I would do also with college football, and th- I think this should happen. By the way, this plan could and should happen in 2023. It could happen. And I don't understand why it can't happen next year. Yeah. Well, I think there's logistics and starting well, to get. What stadiums the hell have they been doing? Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't it, look. We threw we threw together yeah. a bunch of football yeah. games in COVID. Yeah. I can see. I can see not wanting to just. I can see them. Twenty twenty three is right around the corner. Yeah, but I think but it should they happen. Have, they have plenty of time to meet them. I think it should. They've been meeting for how many years? Two years. Amazing. They, okay. This is their twenty seven month. And they haven't figured it out yeah. yet. Yeah. Sixty three. They went through sixty three different scenarios. <laughs> Why you need sixty three? Here's what I would do though. Right now with this plan, and this should happen. This is when we should have the Big Bang. The five existing Power Five conferences should go ahead and all. Cumulatively agreed, bump up to 16. That means add two in the SEC, maybe mean four. You get you 16, which is where everybody's going anyway. Go ahead and do it now. Um, they're talking about that sixth conference, right? There's six conference champions in this proposal. The sixth one would be anybody of the other ones, mm-hmm. any one. What I would do right now, I would have my existing five bumped up to 16. My sixth conference would be a new conference. It would be, I don't care if I call it the open conference. It would be 16 teams. I'd put that sucker together right now. And you grab, because after 17 and 18, those programs don't need to be in it. So if you do the math, that would be six 16-team conferences plus Notre Dame is 97 total teams have a shot at college football's national championship and playoff, okay? You, you would be able to say that without, you know, snickering. 97. That would, and you said it, 130 teams are in college football right now. That would be, you would be lopping off 33. That's dead weight. I'm sorry, East Carolina. I'm sorry, Southern Miss. I'm sorry, right? Let them go do what they want. That needs to happen. That's what I would but do. But you're still going to have issues of trying to decide who those other six teams are. Yep. Go 16. 
Oh, oh, the sick. Yeah, it's still your problem is still. I got fault. you. I got no, no, no. I, I moved on to the second, the next thing I would do. I would. Um, but you still. But I mean, I agree. You're not. You're not solving any problems. I, I agree. And so then, then people are going to argue about your schedule. Well, we're in this conference, but we haven't played. I mean, well, right let me now, back up. Right let now, me back we're fourteen up. teams. Let me we back can't up. play Ole Miss until every thirty years. Let me. Well, let me back up. Adding that sixth open conference, getting it to 97 and lopping off 33, there's 33 paychecks I'm not writing, and I shouldn't be writing. What do you mean? What, what paychecks? Southern Miss and all these. They don't they're need not to be getting in, paychecks now. They don't need to be in Division One. Get them out. But they're not getting paychecks get, now. Get them out. They're in the way, and then you don't even have to say, well, Southern Miss can't See, get I it. disagree with that. Because I got you. I got you. If little Terry Jr. was a quarterback out of Fletcher High School mm-hmm. that – signed a scholarship to go play quarterback or running back at Southern Miss, don't you want him to have an opportunity to compete for a championship and to play against the big no, boys? 96 is fine. Uh, see, I 96 just, I is fine. It's, it's, it's just up. Now, here's another thing you hear, and people always bring up the bowls. I've enjoyed bowls. They were fun as a kid. Bowls have no panache anymore outside of the championship bowl, right? Kids don't even play in the bowl games anymore, and that's not going to change. You know what I heard is, I think, from the side that says we've got, you know, the bowls have done this historically, and it was built. Well, that started 100 years ago, Shane. Okay, sometimes the bowl system may just need to go, right? I mean, Shane, we used to use outhouses. We've got indoor plumbing now. Things change. We used to go cross-country in a horse and buggy. We fly now. The bowl thing was great a hundred years ago. Well, nobody's losing money on those bowls. I don't know about that. Well, they, they, they go out of business every day. Well, here's those do, but, you, but the ones that keep doing it, they still they still pay. Here's out. what I I read last week, and I love this idea. Let's pick. Um, let's pick. Here we go. Here's some of them. The the bowl games that you don't want to just get rid of, maybe, but they're not in the mix for the big bowls that count, right? And they're never going to be. Gator, Outback, Peach. Um, citrus. Okay, those bowls. How about this? If you are hard on having to save the bowls, why, why and where does it say that the Gator Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, why do they have to be played at the end of the year? Why not play those bowl games the beginning of the year? Yeah, Alabama-Miami, the Gator Bowl, kicking off the season. Yeah, but they're, they're, then your they're, players play too. They're, nobody's opting out. Well, that's that's true, but it's a reward, and you're not going to be able to do all the festivities, and they're not going to be able to. Why do not? It because coaches aren't going to go for that. I got because there's too many distractions. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Now versus the bowls going away, bowls are dying. If you don't have a panache next to your name, playoff or whatever, bowls are dying. Nobody's playing. The the superstars that are opting out, that's not going away. Well, it may not go away now because. All yeah. you got to do is uh, Ford dealership says, hey, you're going to play in this bowl game because we're paying you $50,000 through the name, image, and likeness. I don't know. So that could change. I don't know. I like that idea, though. That Alabama-Miami game, Clemson. Well, you, is- can, you can call it the Gator Bowl, yeah. but it's really not a Gator Bowl because yeah. I, the bowl I is like a reward it. where they go for a week and they, they go to this place, they go to that place. Their coaches will not go for that. Um, again, that was college football 50 years ago. Well, coaches still ain't you know? going to let you go have a good time. I got you. I got you. Well, so the players do it as – it's just a regular road trip. If, you, if if the Gator Bowl wants to say, come in, fans – by the way, the attendance will be a gazillion times better. Yeah, possibly. The, t- the attendance, the players not skipping the bowl games and not getting rid of them 
staying alive. It makes a lot of sense playing the bowl games the first week of the season. Yeah. You know? I love the bowl games. I don't care if it's the Bahamas yeah. Bowl or whatever. Is that right? Yeah, because it's a reward for those yeah. athletes. Yeah. I do love the 12. Um, I did read this as well. Some people are grousing, Shane. Well, wait a minute. Going from 4 to 12, that's too big. What, they should go 6 or 8. I read something that made a lot of sense as well. The word is jumping up straight from 4 to 12 by the committee. They said, wait a minute. Let's go ahead and go 12 so we're not doing this again in eight years. Makes a lot of sense, right? Mm -hmm. They go to six or eight, and it's rocking around, and it's cooking pretty good. Six years from the start, they're going to go, let's look at it again. I think they're, they're, they're saying, let's go ahead and take this bad boy to 12. That's going to hold us for 15 to 20 years before we even have to look at it. I think that makes sense. No, I, I, I think so, too. I think I can go ahead and tell you right now, though, in the next 10, 12 years, who the uh, at least six teams that will be playing in that every year. Probably. Probably. I like, I mean – I like it at six. People are still bitching about, well, just going to 12 teams, you're still going to have the big boys, the big boys. Well, you know what? If it's – don't blame Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Get better rest of college football. Well, that's true. Right? Get better. Yeah, but it, but, it, but if Coastal Carolina or UCF make it, I mean, that's tremendous for those kids in that yeah. program. Yeah. I don't care if they get blown out. It won't yeah. bother me one bit. Yeah. But, again, the, the, the argument when people are saying – and, by the way, you've said this a million times. There are so many people – that will argue just to be arguing. Now people are going, they're making it too big. Yeah. <laughs> the college playoff is too big. Yeah, see, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of make the playoffs 12 or however many you want, keep the balls. I'm in favor of all of that because of the college yeah. experience. Yeah. Because the kids yeah. that don't participate in the playoffs, let them go play in the, in the bowl games. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, I do, though, overall love the fact that it looks like we're going to 12 teams. I, don't, I, I, I can't see much of any – Negative again. If it's where well, you're going to hurt the balls, well, you know what? Sometimes things change. Mm -hmm. Sometimes things change. Um, this just came out of Georgia, but I got to believe it's not a Georgia Bulldog issue alone. Did you see several days ago? Um, I think it was Vandergriff. Isn't that the hotshot quarterback Georgia signed? Vandergriff. Sounds, sounds about like He's it. one of the uh, hasn't played a snap for Georgia in a game. Has been on campus, but I mean hasn't done anything. He's a high school kid. His last game he's played throwing a real pass was in high school. Word is, as of July 1, he already has an NIL deal. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and it's, this is not just a Georgia thing, but there's a um, – and this is – think about this. There's some type of um, Georgia grad who – I think it's out of Atlanta. It's an apparel company. It's fairly big, fairly big. I'm sorry, I can't remember. Somebody may know it. Fairly big, successful apparel company, multiple locations, 7, 8, 10. And word is that – he has gone through the university like you're supposed to because the universities have hired these companies to help him guide. And, and two or three players, he's, I think Georgia opens up July 1st like everybody else, but the deals are done. Hmm. Um, How much? A, a couple, Did it I, I didn't say, but a couple of existing player players that you know. And then they're just taking a flyer on Brock Vandergriff. So Vandergriff. I don't know how much, but it's got to be. It's it said not huge, but it's something. Yeah. But, I mean, so this kid – under this NIL, be careful what you wish for. It's and you've talked about the locker room. You've talked about the locker How about this kid? Hasn't played a down of football with the big G on the helmet and has got money coming in. Yeah, and he could transfer next year. <laughs> I mean, who knows? And, again, we're not picking at Georgia. i got to believe that's going on all over. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a nightmare. All over. All over. And we haven't even – we won't get into it now. We're about to get out of here. But um, 
I've put a lot of thought, and I'm talking to some national people, this potential college athletic unionization could be the death knell of college athletics. Because there is no middle ground. If you have a labor union, which they're saying the players should have the right and can unionize, labor unions are for professional employees, not amateur. There's no middle ground. You are a professional employee if you are in a and represented by a union. I don't know how much you've thought about this. That could be the death knell. I haven't thought about it absolute at all. I just absolutely now. hate the NIL. And yeah. um, it's just it, it could right. it the the unintended consequences of the NIL could fall under the be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you wish for. And I keep saying it, you keep saying it. So many of these players in these locker rooms, I think think all 85 are going to just roll in the money. All 85 in that locker room are going to roll in the money because they put the uniform on and run out on Saturday. Mm -hmm. But I just don't see it, Shane, do you? Nope. I just don't see everybody rolling in the money. I think these players are mixed up. That'll do it. We'll get out of here. Um, A lot of baseball. Let me set it up. I promised I would go over this again. The NCAA earlier today, or College World Series uh, Committee, announced to a degree, who's playing who in the College World Series. Six teams have made it in. On bracket one, you've got Vanderbilt will play Arizona. Stanford will play North Carolina State. Bracket two, you know that Texas will face the winner of Notre Dame Mississippi State, which is played tonight. And Tennessee, in bracket two, will play the winner of this afternoon's game between Dallas, Baptist, and Virginia. Those are the matchups, as we best know them. We don't know the days. Or the times. Now, tonight, today, you've got those two games being played. One o'clock, Dallas Baptist, Virginia, winner take all, they're in Omaha. One o'clock, winner take all. And then tonight, seven o'clock, Notre Dame at Starkville taking on Mississippi State, winner take all, winner heads to Omaha. It's so, a Monday night, people have to work yeah. in Starkville. You think they're going to come out to the game? No, no, they'll have what, two, three thousand? <laughs> two, three thousand, if they let them in free? Yeah. Place will be absolutely great point, by the way. I'm stealing the hell out of that. Yeah, I mean, I mean great I, point. Everybody talks about, oh, so people work in Gainesville, people work in Fayetteville, they work in Oxford. Do they? Yeah, I thought yeah. they just lived in that ballpark. Yeah, it's, it's – it's, Great it's, point, Shane Matthews. Monday night, work, school, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, God. Um, all the students aren't there. No. But, but, you know, right? It's not packed. No. I mean, summer. there may be some people there for summer, summer. school, but – Starkville's tiny place, mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. You think there'll be a few fans there tonight? Uh, think there'll be any, any cowbells there? 13, 14, 15,000 probably. Any cowbells there? Oh, my goodness gracious. So that's the setup. We uh, we hope you can uh, enjoy. It should be pretty good baseball. I mean, all on the line. Every pitch matters tonight. The SEC currently has two in. They can only get up to three. We sent six to the Super Regionals. We could have had, The SEC could have had five at the most. They've got two now. Mississippi State really needs to win tonight for the conference. Mm-hmm. For the conference. So there you have it. That'll wrap it up for Evan Miller producing. And of course, my buddy uh, Shane Matthews. I'm Terry Norvell. Thank you for hanging out with us here on the stream or the podcast. Remember, you podcasters, Facebook, um, College Sports Today on Facebook and our YouTube channel. Coach Spurrier back on Friday. We get deep into the College World Series Friday. That and a whole lot more. We'll see you Friday, 11 a.m., for the next edition of College Sports Today.